It's your intro, right? Yes, sir. It's my intro. And welcome back to Milk and Screams. It's uh, episode 38, which means uh, nothing in particular. 38, that's like our golden year. Is oh wait, I thought sixteen was like wasn't sixteen like ultimate power? That was our golden year last year. Okay. Uh of course. It's twenty twenty two. It's the year of thirty eight. Um. <laughs> wait. <laughs> <I> was tw- <laughs> wait. <laughs> so many questions. No, oh. thirty eight, isn't that like isn't that like a Michael Jordan's number? No, Michael Jordan is twenty three. No, no. I think isn't it like Kobe Bryant's number? N- no, he was eight and twenty four. Isn't it like Jeff Cross, uh, who wore number thirty-eight his entire NBA career, who, which consisted of twenty-one games for the LA Clippers that in nineteen eighty-six? <laughs> it seems about right for a guy who played in, in in his high school ball in Worcester, Massachusetts, in his college ball. Oh, University that of Maine. guy. Okay, I I didn't real I didn't remember who he was until you said college ball. I was okay. Yeah, that Jeff yeah. Cross. This Got it. Je- this is our Jeff Cross episode. Father yeah. of David Cross, villain of the Alvin and the Chipmunks movie. No, no, no! You're Course. thinking of a, you're thinking of a different Jeff Cross. It's it is Jeff Cross, by the way, not Jeff Ross. Okay, the different Jeff Cross. Who is he the father of then? Uh oh, you mean Jeff Cross? Uh, <laughs> hold on, <laughs> <laughs> let me look up his guy's Wikipedia. <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. it seemed like you knew so much. I figured you know who he was the father of. Oh no, man! I I know all about this guy. Oh, he's he's cool as hell. He's got like he he's playing in the eighties, so he's got like this sick haircut and mustache combo. Uh, he was born in sixty one. Uh, he has three references on Wikipedia. <laughs> I want to see your children, Jeff. There's not a lot about this guy. Honestly. <laughs> Does Jeff Cross not have children? His Wikipedia is like one scroll. That's it. <laughs> he played in the NBA for three years, but I mean, still, this guy—he's a freaking unit. He's listed height. Oh, Kyle. What's his listed height? Six seven. Six ten. Gotta be. Oh (laughs) man, that's almost as tall as me. Six ten, two hundred forty pounds. To give you a reference, I weigh two hundred thirty, and I'm five (laughs) ten. He is a whole extra foot of human. Like I can't imagine what I would look like if if I was like six ten right now. I would look so much better. You and me working at Chick-fil-A, that's for sure. Life would have handed you so many opportunities that are non-Chick-fil-A related. Hold on. Just height. Everything else is still the same. My coordination, literally everything else. Do you think I would be like still relatively where I'm at with 6'10"? If it was 6'10", no. Really? Like what, what height do you think... I'm not in the NBA, which I'm assuming is what you're what you're conjecturing with, you know, my height being 6'10". I mean, the NBA or like, like if you're 6'10", right? What about the WNBA? I just, well, I just, <laughs> I don't know. What, what I just, <laughs> like if you're 6'10", right? You know, coordinated as you are still, like you're not uncoordinated, but like, no. you're certainly not a basketball man. But you think if you're 6'10", like... That just seems like the type of occurrence for you to have, I guess, that like someone's going to ask you to do something, right? Like what? I don't what know. Else? But like, like, do you think like if like a 6'10 person who's uncoordinated 
could certainly be a model, even if their face wasn't the greatest. Like you're six ten, you're repping you're repping some nice clothes, and you're just automatically oh, gonna dude. look look hot. You know, six ten is not model height, especially it's not, for men. It's not model height, but <laughs> there's a market. There's a market. Sure. You're model for basketball wear. You're gonna you're gonna model like Frankenstein Halloween costumes. That's what <laughs> you're gonna model. <laughs> um. Okay, like what what is the height? Okay, because obviously you're kind of in like your dream height, right? Like, I mean, you wouldn't. I do enjoy my height, yes. So, like, what do you think is the? How do I put this? What at what point is height a detriment? Mm. I think... obviously like if you're Yao Ming or Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, like you're not you're not really suffering because you're in the NBA. But like, I think there what... is no height that's a detriment because the NBA exists because basketball exists. However. If professional basketball is not your goal, then I think if you're above like six eight, then you've probably got like you've probably got a whole lot of just normal life everyday issues. I think six four is your is you got issues. <laughs> yeah, well I said six eight and then I was thinking that that might even be too high of yeah. like a cat because like I'm six two, six three but most beds that I sleep on, I'm longer than. My exactly. feet are always hanging off a of bed. So, like, if you're already taller, if you're taller than me, and unless you've got, like, a... Like, I usually hang off a queen bed. Like, my like at like just kind of the end of my feet are off of a queen bed. And that's kind of, like, the maximum bed you're going to have, like, in your own personal room, you know? In your like own at, personal room? Yeah, probably. Like, unless in an like apartment or whatever. Like, because, like... Unless you live in a house, you'll have, like, a room that'll fit a king bed and still have plenty of room. But, like, if you're mm. in an apartment or, like, you're not in the master bedroom of some house that you live in, like, you're not putting a king bed in there. You're just – you're not going to fit anything else in your room. I was wondering because, like <laughs> – this is completely off topic. We're just going – we're just riffing right now. Um, so my parents' room is not all that large. It's not, no. You've been there? Well, yeah, yeah, I've been in there a couple times. I've been to your house more times than I can count. Well, I'm just, I mean, I, I, that is typically an off limits thing. So, I, I, I mean, were you sneaking I, around my parents' room? No, I think I walked in there once because they were in the bathroom, or like I saw it because the door was open. You know what? I've never been in. I take that's actually a lie. I just no. lied to seem uh, like I also knew what you yeah, were talking about. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. Um. Uh. They definitely have a king bed in there. They don't have like an Alaskan king, but they ha- definitely have a king bed in there. And it looks too small. Like I'm wondering if when they got the house built or whatever that they just didn't have a king room. Does that make sense? Or the master bedroom like, wasn't meant to fit a king size bed and they, right. they were told it did. They're like, no, this this definitely fits a king size bed. And like just just doesn't. I, I don't know. I, 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 I think it's because curious. they have it situated wrong. In my opinion, because don't, don't they have it like you walk like the way they have it? You walk in the door, and then the wall that's opposite you—that's where the headboard is for their yes. bed, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, their room isn't like most rooms are like pretty squarish. So like either way you situate the bed, a lot of the time is usually fine. Like what? Well, like they're normally rectangular, but most of the time the side that's longer isn't that much longer. Their room 
if uh, if my memory serves me correct me it ha- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's quite elongated no, right like definitely. the side like the side that the headboard is on for them is like the much longer side of the room it's like a foot longer maybe but the other like it makes up for it with the door you know what i mean like like okay i'm telling you it's like pretty much a square it but they have look- their bed is like in the center though right it's not situated in a corner yeah it's the center and there's a wardrobe on either side and then in front of the bed there's two dressers and there's a computer desk it wasn't always built like that like you know throughout my childhood but their bed has always been there and i was trying to think about it like okay if they put it up against because the that that wall next to them on either side there's a bathroom which you can't put the bed frame there and there's the the window to the back to the backyard you can't really put the the headboard there so your other other option is to flip the bed around completely and put it on the opposite facing wall but then you're not like able to see when people come in like there's a whole psychology thing about where you put your bed yeah your head like goes away from the door because it's you're away from the intruder or whatever right. yeah um yeah i think beds absolutely belong in the corner in the corner always no matter what always i do not care you better figure something out if i walk into a like if if i had my home made over and they were like here's your new bedroom and i walked in and my bed was like in the center of a wall i would refuse the new home they've given me until they rearrange that room and put my bed in the corner beds go in the corner of a room it's crazy to not have it in the corner i mean if you if you don't have the room like like if there's no room for it and you're sleeping with someone i feel like that's very not good <laughs> it's not a good setup are you gonna sleep on the inside if, if, if <laughs> towards the wall if you if you have the the the, uh, the corner bed kyle Sure, I like I don't I don't care. Who cares? You fall asleep and then it doesn't matter cuz then you wake up and you're like, "Oh yeah, I was asleep." Who I did not realize at all while I was asleep that I was closer to a like I was a foot closer to a wall. Oh right, like I obviously right now my bed's in the corner. Like I don't care. But if I was sleeping with someone, like it's much harder for them to get out of the bed without waking the other person. That's the, the only issue. Yeah, but if like if you're sleeping with like then you figure that out if you're sleeping with somebody else. Oh, hey, and, just figure like, it out. Yeah. Exactly. Like if you both have <laughs> if you both work and one of you gets up an hour earlier or half an hour earlier than the other person for work, then they don't sleep next to the wall. Bada bing, bada boom. Oh, Kyle, like this is a much more bigger deal than you think it is. Just or you to, get to certain if people, you get like, up in the middle of the night, who gives a rip? I don't care if I wake up for a couple seconds because you had to wake up and go pee. I'll fall right back asleep, but I'll be content knowing that my bed is in the corner of the room. I know that you care more about the bed being in the corner than you do about waking up because you haven't had to experience this. But many people like like this is like what marriage breakups are are, are about, like like the simple little things. This is my solution to the problem, and th- and this is the ultimate solution. I think separate beds. <laughs> I do. I you know we've talked about this and I, on the um, podcast. Do you think we have? I don't think it's. I don't think it was on the podcast. I'm just saying, you and I in general, I think have uh, had this uh, brief discussion about how uh, you're insane and I'm not. But I, I, that is so. That's such a bizarro. Like not a bizarro. I understand the thought process that goes into coming to that conclusion. Right. But there, in my there's... brain, that is just. 
more of a catalyst to the problem that you're trying to solve. No, no, no. It could be, I, I, I guess, and it is kind of a, a bit like you know sleeping in separate beds, but you're married. Like I think it's kind of funny, but in reality, like think about how many disputes there are with sleeping with another person. Okay, they're too loud. They roll over. They take the blankets. They have to wake up earlier than you do. All of these things are solved if you sleep in separate beds. Like even if they're in the same room, if you have just this massive room, you can have two corner beds. Like honestly, I think the corner bed's nice because you can like rest your foot against the wall. Your nothing's like rolling off the bed. Like you know what I mean? Like I think that's a good idea. But like, if you want to just have the fun, like we know we all know what we're talking about, just join the other person in the other room or the or the bed that they're in. Like if you're if you're well, in the same room. No, because this is the problem that you run into there, is when it's if you have two beds, right? Uh-huh then you have to make a concession that these two beds are going to be smaller beds. Like, you're not going to put two queens in a room. Like, you're going to have to get something smaller than a queen for each of you, like an extra large twin or something. Or like a full, maybe. But a, two fulls probably won't even fit that nicely in a room. So I'll say then this. when it's time for the fun time... You don't really have room <laughs> to have the fun time because you both got a tiny bed. First of all, in this situation, I'm like so rich, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my room is not my parents' size. It's very, very. Big. You actually have a separate room for the fun time. Well, also, you have sleeping yeah, you room can, and fun time room. You could just have two different rooms. I, Again, I mean, this is a super rich scenario. Well, even like even if, if the house has like. Like, I mean, obviously, most houses are made with more than one room. I'm not going to have any kids in this scenario, so I could just sleep in a separate room. Like, I can just have my office be my bedroom, have a pullout bed. I mean, I'm not joking. Like, like there could be a king-size room and everything like that, but I do not have to worry about sleeping in the same bed as someone. It's not that important to me. If you want to cuddle till 1 a.m., knock yourself out. I will be there ready to cuddle or whatever, but... It's just it's 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 crazy to me that we decided that's the best answer. Like obviously like falling asleep carefree, I don't care about that, but like every single night you fall asleep next to someone is like you spend your whole life sleeping alone. Your whole life. <laughs> like literally sleeping by yourself. It's like the only time you're literally well, always by yourself. Well, you spend your whole life up till that point sleeping by right. yourself. But then if you like most people assuming that their marriage lasts the majority of their life will be spent sleeping with that person because ages like zero to 30, you know, how, whatever they get, I'll say the average person gets married at 30, probably earlier, but zero yeah. to 30, you're by yourself. And then 30 to 70 something, you're sleeping with, or to 80 something, 90 something, you're sleeping in the same bed as that person. You do spend longer sleeping with them than without them. Yes. But I don't understand why, like, why that evolved. Like, you know how, like, um, there are certain things in, like, society where we're like, how did that evolve to be the best way? Because it's clearly not the best way for that to go. Like, yes. Like, you know, why did we get rid of public transportation? That's such an easy dub. Like, you know, like, or, like, you know what I mean? Easiest like, dub. I, I'm not saying, like, we just, like, completely got rid of it. But, like, why isn't it? You know, you know what I mean? Anyway. Yes. Um, I feel like that's one of the things that we, we just screwed the pooch on. Literally, we screwed the pooch. 
on, on the second bed. <laughs> yes, the infamous second bed debate. Your people lost many, many a day ago. I'm telling you, sleeping in your own bed is like the best thing ever. What does everyone talk about? Like, oh, my spouse went on vacation. I had the bed to myself. Like, that's like everyone wants it. <laughs> no one, no one does it though. Do you think rich people sleep together? I don't think so. I think it depends on the people. I don't think I don't think you can make a blanket statement of like most rich people sleep separately or or don't. I think it's a very personal decision that I, has nothing to do with wealth. Because because okay, there's there's one of two things happening that I don't under that I don't understand, and I say understand as in like I am not currently in that situation. Either people are having a lot more sex than I thought. Like the reason why. It's it's like this is because every single night people are having sex before they go to bed, which, by the way, I think is way too much. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you need to have sex every single night if you're married. Um, I mean, sure, weekly. I mean, absolutely. I think a good a good sex life is healthy for a marriage. Sure. But either that's happening or we're sleeping together unnecessarily. I don't I don't think it's necessary to just blanket sleep with each other every single night, go to work the next morning. I just don't I don't think it's necessary. Get a second room. Put a bed in there. Use one of you sleeps in there. The other one sleeps in there. Like you can spend all the time in the world. Like you can watch movies together in the big room. Like just just do it. That's that's how that's how you you know bond and do things. But then at some point someone's like okay good night and then you just like what do like we're not, we're obviously not married but like do we sleep together Kyle? No. When we lived here, so we would spend all this time together. We would we wouldn't cuddle, but we would sit on the couch and watch movies, do all these things. And at some point, we would say, "Okay, good night," and then we'd like go our separate ways into our beds. Sure, uh, but that's because I don't love you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it, would it be that much more of a stretch to just be like, you know, like like the stretch between like best friends? Well. Speaking as uh, two experienced and married individuals, um, we, you know, obviously we'd have no experience in saying, like, what that changes. Right. But, like, like, you hear the stories of, like, you know, like, couples drifting apart. And then because they're drifting apart, they want to sleep separately. Like, and then, you know, yada, yada, yada. Like, that's like one of those first couple of steps. Like, because they're drifting apart, that's like, I want this too. Because, like, that was like a sign of drifting apart. Like, they didn't like sleeping in the same bed together. Uh So, like, when you outright want to sleep in different beds, does that negate? the drifting apart factor or does that automatically set in motion the possibility of drifting apart who's to say i think the the cultural pressure of sleeping in the same bed is ruining marriages i don't i don't even know if there's cultural pressure i just don't, i think most Dude, people don't even think about it i think most exactly. people don't think about it Th- that's what i'm saying like like obviously like people don't think about it but what is the reason they don't think about it? It's because it's the norm. It's like it's so normal. It's like yes, we are going to sleep in the same bed. It's not even a question. No one is ever. No one in our tax bracket has ever thought, <laughs> <laughs> "Hey, we should get different beds." Because sleeping in a bed by yourself is the best thing ever. 
why don't we just sleep in different beds? We could spend all the time in the world together. And again, yeah, no I, one's I, questioning the status quo like Jacob Smith. If I am rich, there is like no shot that I don't at least suggest it. Because maybe maybe sleeping in the, in the same bed with someone is not all that bad, but I think it's probably terrible. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, how many hotels or whatever, like you know, trips that you've had to sleep in the same bed as somebody else have you been on? For and me, I would say ninety-five percent of the time, and it's always with different people, so it obviously depends on the person. But ninety-five percent of the time, it has been the same as me sleeping without somebody in the same bed. I think I don't I notice have it. Spent at least two weeks sleeping in this in the, in the same bed as someone, like a total of fourteen days by this point, mm. and I can confidently say, I much prefer and notice a difference sleeping alone versus sleeping with someone i barely notice it i obviously prefer to be in my own bed but none of these people are people that i was madly in love with and wanted to spend the rest of my life with so i don't really know how to draw the comparison but like like it it's like six to one like sleeping by myself in my own bed 10 out of 10 but like being in the same bed as somebody else that i hardly notice like nine nine and a half out of ten but if it's someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with, who knows what the number would be? Eleven, seven. Why I don't is know. why is sleeping with them so important? Obviously, I know which the end window, but why is literally sleeping in, next to them important? I don't know. I'm sure there's some scientific pheromone garbage about uh, oh, like some it, some bonded garbage of while you sleep of like how you mesh in you know while you're next to each other for an extended there is, period of time. I would I would be very happy to hear the research that would be very compelling and interesting i, I again I, I i've literally spent two weeks out of my life sleeping with someone else so i don't know the difference i'm sure that science exists if it doesn't i can make it exist but you know what i will do my research and then i will come back I, <laughs> we will come back to this next week i i will very not very heavily but like a decent amount looking to see if there is like benefits disadvantages uh side effects correlations of like sleeping together and marriage success versus not and marriage failed you know correlation doesn't prove causation but still correlations right. are always interesting to look at so i will i will get i will come back to this well great that's uh... my chair is so squeaky it's just this really old office chair that now sits with me at my pc and it works fine but i move and it's so squeaky well i can oh. hear it Speaking of chairs that squeak, oh, I should just get the new Valkyrie gaming chair. Oh my god! Wow. Have you, did what? you did you see this? So you know Valkyrie, who I recently learned can, her first name is Rachel because that's yeah. what the Ray is. I didn't can we know call that. her Val? Can we call her Valkyrie, please? I, I'm so tired of calling her Valkyrie. I also hate saying Valkyrie. I've always said Valkyrie because I just a I think it's way cooler, but b <laughs> like it's it's just a word. It's so Valkyrie <laughs> feels weird. Yeah, but. Anyways. She she has this gaming chair with this company called Mavics. And I think this came out a while back, but it's like it's it's back right now. You know, it's like making, you know, making back in minds. stock. Or, yeah, back in stock or whatever. Like they just re-released oh. it again. Gotcha. So this chair is an amount of money and we will get there in a second. But we're going to play a little game of uh, higher, lower slash how much does it cost of some of the accoutrement you can add to this gaming chair. Cool. Uh, 
So the first one on here is the ability to add cooling, heat, and massage technology to this no chair. Way. That's actually kind of sick. It is kind of sick. How much do you think it costs to add that to the chair? To add that to the chair, it's probably either – should I ballpark or just give you a number? Uh, just throw out a number. 150 It is $130. Okay. Cool. Now, higher or lower uh, to upgrade to a different kind of armrest? Does it cost less or more? Yes. It costs more. Yes. For whatever reason, it costs more to put armrests on than it does. Oh, they does. don't come with. Oh, no, I see what you mean. Okay, I'm sorry. You're upgrading to armrests. The armrests that you'd upgrade to cost more than adding cooling, heating, and massage technology. <laughs> oh, wow. The armrest uh, upgrade is $165. So you can have the chair with massaging, heating, and cooling without armrests. That's, that's super pop. <laughs> well, uh, no, well, it comes with armrests. This is an upgrade of armrests. You're upgrading oh, to a different armrest, and it's $165. Good night. It already comes with ar- – first of all, I could make you armrests out of cotton and sweat, and it would cost me a penny, and it would probably be just as good as these $165 armrests. Wow. But, okay, then you can also add a gaming chair mat. Would that be higher or lower than the armrests? Can you tell me what a gaming chair mat is? It's like a mat that goes below the chair. The chair is on wheels. You put the mat below the chair so, like, you know, it's able to roll a little bit. Or, like, uh, it, you can also, like, or it can just stay in place. Um, I'm not going to lie. That's actually that's something I never have heard of. And I was I, I don't know why I've never heard of it. But like that makes so much sense. It does make much sense. Uh, I'm going to say that is higher. It is lower. It's seventy dollars for the chair mat. Honestly, worth it, especially if you have a carpet in your room. Anyways, yeah, I like a mat. Uh, and then you can add a footrest to the seat. Do you think that is higher or lower than the chair mat? The it chair mat come being with seventy dollars. No, I mean it's a gaming chair. I don't know why it would. Okay, I'm, we're going to get to this, but I'll, I'll come back to footrest. Um, I'm going to say that is lower. Yeah, $45. And then you can also add a Ravix blender bottle. And the bottle is $34, which is like not what? a terrible price for a blender bottle. <laughs> it's a blender a... bottle? <laughs> I could get that at Walmart, dude. What? But okay, now let's let's guess how much the chair itself costs. No upgrades. No upgrades. Okay, I'm gonna guess three seventy nine. It is higher than three seventy nine. Okay, I'm gonna guess four seventy nine. It is higher than four seventy nine. No shot. It is higher. You're trolling. No. Five hundred and fifty. It is higher. Six hundred. It's higher. <laughs> Shut up! Don't <laughs> don't say that. No, it's higher. Take it back. Go on, go on the website and change it. <laughs> I can't. It's higher. <laughs> I'm gonna go seven hundred. Higher. Eight hundred. Higher. Nine hundred. Higher. No shot. You're you're trolling. I'm There's not, no I'm shot. Not. I'm not, dude. Eleven hundred. It is $1,059.99. What? What? It is a thousand, over a thousand dollars. And 
I think it has free shipping. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Oh, it has so free worth. shipping? So oh, worth. Dude. Put the massage attachment on and ship that thing to my house <laughs> right now. But like but like sales tax is also going to be like it's going to make it like over it's going to make it closer to like I don't know how much, like closer to 1100, 1150. But like, that's an expensive chair. If you added all the accoutrement, it would be a $1,500 chair. The year is 2012 or 20. Well, actually, it's probably closer to 2016. So I'll just say 2016. The year is 2016. And my favorite YouTuber at the time, PewDiePie, comes out with his own chair. I don't know which company makes it. Um, but the chair is uh, got his own signature designs on it. It's got like this cool red, black, wavy thing. It's got a headrest. It uh, reclines all the way. And I think that includes a footrest. Um, like it, I don't know if you can still see me on the camera. It literally reclines like, all the way back. Like yeah, flat. yeah, yeah. Um, I would like you to guess how. Oh, and I should include this. Um, he got backlash for the chair being too expensive and, um, people were like, you know, memeing on it. In fact, the meme is so prolific on his channel, on his channel. Like, like he would say like the price, the price, the price. Obviously I'm saying the number, like, you know, get yeah. the chair for this price. It's awesome. <laughs> like it became such a meme like that. Uh, it, be- it was on YouTube rewind, uh, <laughs> one of the years, um, in like 2018, PewDiePie was like, uh, like, like not in the rewind, but some an animation artist put his chair into rewind. <laughs> um, that's how prolific of a meme this is. It, I think you can still buy it to this day. Guess how much his chair was. My brother has a chair that's kind of similar. I think it can recline like that and everything. I think he bought it for like, I want to say around like 130. So I'll say for PewDiePie, it was like closer to 200. It was it was three 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 forty nine. Okay, that was the that was the price. And like literally every single video, he'd be like, "Guys, get PewDiePie gamer chair three forty nine. It's the best <laughs> price. I promise." It, but can they do this? And like 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 people like made like you know videos about it. They were, they were like, "PewDiePie, like your chair is not worth three hundred fifty dollars." And he was like, "But can it do this?" And he'd like recline it back and like slide <laughs> it, like fall over on the ground. Like that was like the meme. And I I thought for sure gaming chairs could not get more expensive. How obviously you're putting massaging and like these ergonomic you know armrests on it, but like. It's a chair. Like we the chair that I'm sitting in, which is probably worth like fifteen dollars right like right now, <laughs> is like top of the line chair. <laughs> you can't make it you can't make it that much better, right? Like you could put more cushion, you can like make it do this, but like, you know, just chair. It's it's it doesn't wobble, it doesn't break. It, it it's 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 good chair. So it's why, chair, it's good chair. It's it's good <laughs> chair. So why is it that we need to make it like 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 obviously those pieces do not cost 130 150 piece and the chair mm. is definitely not worth $1500 with all the added stuff with nothing it's you can, a, a, like $1100 <laughs> you can just you can just buy four PewDiePie chairs for that price <laughs> like or three i guess but still that like that's such an insane 
Like because like these this this is a chair for somebody who is spending ten hours a day in the chair, right? Streaming, recording, whatever. So like obviously the person that needs a really good chair is gonna spend better money on a chair so it lasts longer and is ergonomic for them, you know, posture, whatever. I get that this profession would need a more expensive chair, and I'm totally yes. on board. However, the cap for such a chair should be like three hundred dollars. That's what I'm saying. That's like that's got to be like your top of the line. Like, like three hundred is like like that's a god chair. Like that like you'll you'll you should be sitting that thing for ten years. There shouldn't be a scratch. There's like like <laughs> the only scratches that should be there are because you stabbed it. Or like, I, if there's I'm, a stain, it should be because you you poured coffee on it for ten minutes straight and then let it pool there for a week. Like I'm looking for the I'm looking at the PewDiePie chair. And by the way, inflation has not spared PewDiePie's chair. Well, it's gone up a hundred dollars. Yeah, I just looked after we talked about it. It's four something. Yeah, four ninety nine, which is kind of insane. But like the the pictures, like that are, they're advertising for the chair. Like he's, he's <laughs> literally laying like a plank underneath his computer desk. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know the, the valkyrie i gotta look up this chair hold on it's uh it's the company's mavix i believe m-a-v-i-x it's like you know it's a sleek up. looking chair because it's 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 white and black and it's it's, it's nice looking sure but wait so why is this valkyrie chair does it have our branding at all on it yeah, it's called the Ravix chair. It's like her mixed with Mavix. So the chair is R A E V I X, and it's got like like her little wings logo on it, like this, like the whatever sword wing thing. Um, I don't see it advertised here. I mean, the gaming chair itself is nine ninety nine without any of her branding on it. Oh, hold on, let me see. Dude, she tweeted is... about it or like responded to a tweet about it. You could probably find, but. This is not worth a thousand dollars. I thought it was gonna like, like. It's just a chair. If I showed you a picture of this chair and like I removed the text from it, right, the text and the logo, and it was just this white and black chair, and then I showed you a different chair, and I said, "Guess one's which eleven hundred dollars." You'd be like, like I could show you a picture of like a preschool chair, like one of those plastic ones, and then you might think that that was like the preschool chair of. Barack Obama, and that's why it's eleven hundred dollars. You would never guess that this gaming chair would be eleven hundred dollars. Well, the thing is, it's funny too. Is I thought this conversation was gonna go like she's charging a hundred fifty dollars for her chair. And I was like, oh, that's nothing. PewDiePie did four hundred dollars. No, yeah, a hundred fifty dollars like like normal for like a gaming chair. Like when I right. get one for in here, I'll probably spend like a little over a hundred on one. But like, this is crazy. This is so insane. Like, and who who is her audience? Who is she marketing to? Who is like seeing her Twitter and being like, oh my God, her gaming chair is back? Mom, can I have this gaming chair from Valkyrie Ray for Christmas, please? And she'd be like, Oh, she wants she wants like a chair. That's nice. Uh how about uh how come it's how come it's like oh like like a week's worth of uh work? How come it's that much? How come it's two weeks worth of work? How come it's that much? I'm I'm kind of blown away. <laughs> that's in like that's that's like like you could get a used car for fifteen hundred dollars. Can we can we talk about this real quick? No, yeah. <laughs> this gaming chair 
Granted, it has five wheels, and the used car you get would only have four. So, like, <laughs> so there's you that. Can, you can, I mean, I wonder if there's an engine attachment to this. <laughs> so I didn't it. see it on the accoutrement. It wasn't. There was only the heating and cooling and massaging. Whenever it, you can add a, uh, an engine to it, get back to me, maybe. <laughs> um, that's crazy. But, like. If an eleven hundred dollar to fifteen hundred dollar chair should be able to, like it should it should be a transformer, like it should be able to transform into a car, or like, <laughs> like like there should be like this empty space in the corner of my room, right? And I'm sitting here in my gaming chair, gaming, and then when I want to go to bed, I should be able to get up, hit a button, and my chair would turn into a bed. Like a whole queen size bed that I could just roll on wheels into the corner, lock the wheels, sleep, get up, unlock the wheels, hit the button, comes back into chair form, and I roll it back into front of my computer and I play my game. All right, Kyle, I have I have a prompt for you now because we're both going to do this. I want you to spend the next two minutes and being legitimately serious, design for me a chair that is worth a thousand dollars. Okay. Picture this. I'm going to do this off the rip, just like off the top of my head, things that are worth it. Yeah, that, that's why you're going first. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> I would want a chair. A, it would need to be a chair that can situate on a track that goes throughout the entire house, the places that you'd want to go, right? So that you could just be sitting all day, super comfy. So this track... <laughs> goes also into the bathroom now it goes into the bathroom and you get it so it takes you in there to do your hair and brush your teeth except you don't do your hair and brush your teeth the chair does your hair and brushes your teeth it's got brush and and a blow dryer attachment and combs and hairspray and a little pocket for all your uh for all your gels and whatnot and it's got two little hands that can use the gel itself and then it's got a little another arm that holds the toothbrush and it goes up all up and kind of like meet the robinsons but mm. if it were just all situated into a single chair and then it takes you to the kitchen right you go to the kitchen to go get breakfast but uh oh you're not doing it the chair cooks your breakfast the chair has wow. uh like a little like underneath you right like underneath the bottom, you know, feel underneath your chair right now. Look, feel all that empty <laughs> space that's just not being used. You could put so many spatulas there. <laughs> now put a microwave there. Oh. Right? Right? So yeah. now. <laughs> put a microwave. Kyle. Now you cook, you cook breakfast or reheat whatever you want with your microwave. But also this microwave is your seat warming technology. Right. Right, so anytime the microwave is on, you've got a warm bon bon. That's my marketing for seat warmer microwave. Now, where are your legs going to go? Because like right now, I have like my legs underneath my chair, like tucked underneath it. Like, would would your legs get burned by the microwave or the toaster oven or whatever you, whatever you have underneath there? Like, with that, with that, hmm. burn it. Let me let let's think about this. Right, because I mean, Mavix is writing this stuff down this. as they listen to this podcast, so I want you yeah, to yeah. make sure you got all the kinks rolled out. Because you are an engineer. Okay. Let let's let ooh ooh ooh. What if I say this? What if I say okay. this? Okay. Okay. The microwave, right? Is the back of it is at the half the midway point of your chair, right? So it sticks out a little bit from the seat, 
and the front of it is like kind of covered in like a like a really comfortable foam kind of or like a memory okay. foam or whatever so like when it's out in front of you you know your legs still situate a good bit away from the front of your seat so when the microwave is in the front position your legs are just resting on the front of it with the nice foam but that's still like the foam is just over the still openable door and whatnot when it's no longer microwave time you hit a button that rotates the microwave so that now the, the back of the microwave is still the middle of the chair but it's facing behind you instead of in front of you so now the space in front of your legs is still there and the microwave is pointing backwards now gotcha. okay so you could either have an attachment to the other side that you still get the leg the leg pit rest of foam that the front of the microwave had or you can just leave an empty space depending on your preference of how you sit mm. okay i'm liking it now this microwave and this chair is waterproof and that's important because uh, this chair also is a car, and the track, t- the track takes you out. Not a car. We'll not say a car. It's like a little. It's not street legal. <laughs> no, it's not street legal. But like, if you got friends in the neighborhood, you could like kind of moped over to their house, but on your chair. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so you just made a mobility scooter. <laughs> yes. <microwave>. Now. <laughs> You know the scene in The 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's in a gaming chair and he's got two Joy-Cons on both the armrests and he's playing video games with his chair? I do. Capability also exists with this new Mavix Valky Ray, but better because it's my chair chair. (laughs) You can play all video games with the chair. And if you don't want to with the chair, then uh, the... There's probably some other pocket that holds all your con- like any controller and wires that you need, and of course, like you're just gonna be sitting at a keyboard and mouse in front of a computer. Like I can't help you there. Like the chair can't do that. Like it's not that it can't do that many things. That's crazy. Right. But it's also waterproof, which is important because you can shower in this chair. <laughs> the track that took you to the bathroom, you take the track back to the bathroom now i assume you're rich and your bathroom is like your bathroom the entire room is the shower you've seen those where like there's an Uh overhead shower just in the middle of the room and there's a drain in the middle of the room that's what you have so now the track takes you underneath that boom and now you just shower right there or if you don't have one of those there's a shower attachment to the chair because the chair has its own plumbing and water system that you have to pay for separately through general electric and it's water that you and it's waterproof, you shower in the chair, and then the chair dries you off with the uh, previously mentioned blow dryer attachment, and then dresses you now, with Kyle, clothes that you've stowed away in the uh, clothes compartment of the chair. Now, Kyle, what if I want the chair to jack me off? Uh, if you want that, then... That's a $50 I... attachment? Well, if you want that, then my my company's chairs just aren't for you because oh. we do we do discriminate, and that's like the only thing we discriminate against <laughs> is people that want that. So, because <laughs> I think if, I think if the chair is going to shower you, uh, do your hair, uh, take your literal feces, make you breakfast, take you to your friend's house, I think you're gonna start falling in love with this chair, and that's so far is my only issue. <laughs> Well, no, that's why I didn't add voice activation or Alexa to the chair because it could do so many things that it's so dangerous for it to have a personality, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, if, oh, if, like, I guess, I guess I could be persuaded 
to add AI to this chair so that, uh, you know, like if you want to Google something, you don't have to move your hands. You don't have to do jack except hey, say, hey, Alexa chair, uh, how come you cost so much? And then it will list all of the things that it does. And then you'll fall in love even more because you're like, wow, I forgot you could do so many things. Thanks, Alexa chair. Um, that chair might be worth fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> um, have you seen the Scorpion gaming chair? The Scorpion gaming chair, no, but it sounds sick. Look it up. It's a. It, it's obviously not just a gaming chair, but this is kind of what I imagine your chair looking like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? So this chair um, oh my actually word. exists. If, if you look over to the right, that's actually a PC hooked up to the chair. Yeah, no, I can um, tell. Um, the reason why I know this chair exists is because they used this chair in the H3 podcast. <laughs> wow. Okay, you guys obviously can't see it, but just imagine a scorpion and then make it a chair. And so you're sitting on the body of the scorpion and it, you know how scorpions have their tails that like they come from the back and then they wrap it over like the top of their head. So that's what this chair does. And then that's where three monitors are hooked up is the end of the tail. So now they're in front of you as you're sitting on the scorpion's body. And it appears that the seat can also recline in different angles. So like if you're gaming, it can be sitting straight up so the screens are gaming. You can recline it back and the screens will still be facing you. So you can like lay down and watch three movies maybe. <laughs> or well, just watch it in a super ultra wide fashion if you want to throw up or if you want to have to turn your head 180 degrees to see everything that's happening. Yeah, th this chair is, is $5,000, but, like, it's so worth it. I mean, you're, you're sitting... No, it's not. Well, I think it's I think it's worth it just because it looks cool. It, <laughs> because of the metal framing and, and the fans on the back and the lights. No, they they bought this as a bit because, like, the, the producer setup was, like, you know, okay, but he had, like, four monitors to look at. And, like, they were, like, looking at, like, you know, chairs for him to use. And then they found this. And they're, like, we have to buy this. And they bought it. And it it, it actually worked really well because he could, like, sit back in the chair and, like, you know, like, look at three different monitors and, like, control things. It's it's pretty funny. Like, um, I'm looking at it and I'm trying to think, like, like, wh what, what, uh, where would you put this? <laughs> like, oh, it's right. so, it's, it's so big. Like. Like, yeah. when you talk about three monitors, right, the space of three monitors takes up is, is the space of three monitors. That's it. Like, you just, like, drill them into your wall or whatever. But, like, the rest of this chair is so massive. Like, if I put this in my room, like, I might not even be able to open the door behind me, and I'm on the other side of the room. Well, Kyle, a thing you didn't consider is the fact that the tail retracts. So you can, like, watch the tail, like, tilt upwards with the monitors uh, as you recline back. So that's something you didn't consider um, very much, clearly. So uh, <laughs> I, I had considered it. I just chose to decide that that consideration was poo-poo. <laughs> Hold on. I'm, but it's, it's giving me a I would be so worried for height. my monitors. Like, like I am not so comfortable as to like a lean the chair back so that the monitors are also moving with the leaning of the chair but also if i'm laying down 
looking up at three monitors, I don't feel safe. Like if that falls directly onto my groin, I will just cry forever, I think. Does it give you comfort that this chair is taller than you? See, that's what I'm saying. Like that would go <laughs> in my room. Like imagine imagine when you first get this chair and you know how like like you kind of wake up in the middle of the night and you look over and the clothes on your chair that you just kind of left there look like a person. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, my God, person. Now imagine you just bought this chair and you wake <laughs> up in the middle of the night and you're like not really thinking about the chair because you just got it. And boom, there's a giant scorpion monster in your room. Like, what is that freak out compared to the, oh, my God, person in my room versus <laughs> giant scorpion monster in my room? The stuff of my nightmares in science fiction. I think you like immediately poop and it's so much like it's so fast that it like projects you against like it flings you against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only logical um, reaction. Yeah. Oh, oh hey, this Scorpion computer cockpit is uh $3900. Free shipping oh, within North a, America. That's a bargain. Oh, okay. There there are three different like uh things to choose here. One is the color so you can choose between black and white. One is the variance and mounting capability, like which is three screens or five screens. <laughs> and then the other option of of uh, of choice here is voltage, 110 volts or 220 volts. Wow. Those are your three customization options: color, mounting, and voltage. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Wait, what does five screens? All the ones I saw were only three screens. three screens. Or like one ultra wide. Like one like 60 inch wide. What does five screens look like? It's probably three on the bottom and two on top, if I had to guess. That's what I'm guessing. But like, even if I look in images, I can't, I don't see anything that's five screens. No one's pogging see, enough to have that option. <laughs> no, no one's pogging out. No one's, no one's oh, wait, wait. Out. Okay, wait. Here's a four screen one. Which is two on top of one another and then two on the side of the two that are, you know, vertical Ugh. of each other. Like, it looks like a – it look like I'm looking at this picture of this guy here. Actually, let me share my screen with you. Okay. Um, whatever. I'll just pretend that that'll work. <laughs> okay. I'm looking at this picture – can you see this one right here? Yes. <laughs> like this dude's got his PC so hooked up to it. I'm sorry. He, he looks like he's in a VR ride at Disney World. Like he looks like like our Epcot just released like like you know it looks like the, he's in like the Assassin's Creed Animus <laughs> if it were modernized. Like he's he's about to go back and visit his ancestors of past and and assassinate all of the government officials that have done him dirty. Like, that is the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life, and I will be buying it within the next two months. Boy. Yeah, scorpion chair. That's crazy. I feel like wow. we didn't do it justice to you guys, anyone listening, so just go look up the scorpion chair and just, like, take a gander <clears throat> for a couple minutes. Just take a, take a stroll and scroll. Obviously, the Mavix chair is, is just so much better because uh, it has Valkyrie's logo on it. I didn't, I didn't consider this. There's no mm -hmm. logo on the Scorpion chair, so 
if you're looking for a chair, just just grab that one. Make sure you get the rotating uh, armrest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With that no rotates 720 degrees. They're actually 4D armrests. Uh, they they allow you to smell your game. <laughs> So just you know, have fun with that. Uh, God, eleven hundred dollars for that shit. I, it's kind of crazy. I saw I saw that today while I was at work. I was on my break and I was just scrolling and I saw Valkyrie gaming chair. Like she was like, "It's back! It's back! It's back!" And I was like, "Oh, that's cool." And I I just went in, I went in to look at it. I was like, "Oh, cool chair." And the way that it, that it's set up is you see the picture of the chair and you scroll and it's got like all the accoutrements uh, to add to the chair. And so I was looking at it and I was like, I saw $130 for adding heating, cooling, and massaging. And I was like, that's not bad. Like, for <laughs> to add that capability to a chair, like, that's not a terrible price to add those three that's things. That's a bargain. <laughs> uh, honestly, I was like, like, if they, like, that's not a lot for this specific feature. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's not too bad. And then I scrolled and I was like, the armrests are crazy. I would never do that. And then the full price is at the bottom. And my mouth hung open. And then I immediately went to my notes and said, talk to Jacob about Valkyrie <laughs> Gaming Chair. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. There's no cup holders, Kyle. There's no cup holders. These yeah. upgraded armrests don't have cup holders. I'm sorry. We've been harping on this chair for too long. But it's over $1,000. So I thought it was warranted. We should have at least one cup holder. <laughs> at least one. <laughs> Just at least. Um. Okay. Well, now we're going to into another discussion about the five senses, and the reason why this comes up is I had COVID for the first time, at least to my knowledge. Uh oh, you leave? No, I'm still here. Oh, I heard uh, a Discord sound, so I, I thought you left. No, I was I stopped the screen share. Gotcha. Okay. Anyways, sorry. Um, well, anyways, uh, so I had COVID unbeknownst to me a few weeks back. The only reason I know I had COVID is because I have started tasting things weird, and I know that's a symptom of like pretty much only COVID. So, um, this kind of came about when I was just eating my breakfast. And something that I ate tasted like metal, and I thought that I had been like poisoned. So I like I I was like I stopped eating and I like lost all my appetite. I was like I'm gonna not eat because I hopefully didn't get poisoned just now. But then I like started smelling things and like it had the same smell. Like it smelled like I was being poisoned or like the thing was like very metallic tasting. I looked it up and sure enough, it's the symptom of COVID. Um, but it, that brought me back to remembering like people losing their t- taste of t- uh, smell and taste like when they got COVID as like a neurological response. And obviously this question has been asked a million times, especially when you're a kid. Um, and I think there is a correct answer, but I'm curious to see what you think of the five senses. If you lost one, which, or if you had to lose one, which one would you lose? I hadn't really thought about, like you said before we started that we might talk about this, but I have not thought about it because we've been talking. Have you ever Um, thought about this before though? Like, like, in your, in I've, life? I, I I have talked to I mean I've had conversations with people about which one you'd rather lose between um uh sight and hearing because those are like like kind of the big two I guess for everyone uh-huh. um is like like you like those those are like the the two that everyone cares about the most uh for I would say when you when when like when this kind of thing comes up 
You're like, would you rather be blind? You could never like consume content again visually or see anybody or would you rather be deaf you can never hear anybody or hear music blah 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 so you've got those two you've got smell which i think is a contender for one of the ones i'd want to lose the most mm-hmm. you've got uh taste which i'm definitely not losing no and then you've got touch now i think touch is the absolute incorrect answer yes for a multitude of reasons, um, like like oh, like awareness or about pain or like it's even the ability dangerous. to even the ability to walk because like like at, at a certain point it becomes muscle memory versus like feeling the ground beneath you, you know. And like if you're on uneven terrain, then like I don't know exactly how that works, but it feels like that would just not go over at all. Yeah. I think. I've thought about this for two minutes now, maybe, and I, in my estimation, I would think that smell would be the correct one to lose. I think so, too. Either way, if you lose any of your senses, I think you're ultimately, like, worse off, like, just no matter what. But, dude, like, smell has got to be the easiest one to lose. (laughs) It's the least dangerous. Like, Sure, bad smells mean bad things. Like, like yeah, bad things are going to come. And you're, and I'm assuming also, like, if you lose your sense of smell, your taste is nerfed. There's yeah, I was just you- thinking that. But what if your taste? Because you know how, like, you know, one sense goes, another one gets heightened, and you, yes. you, you need smell to taste. But also, if like your taste increases because your smell is gone, but then your taste also decreases because your smell is gone are you like net neutral i think um with that um very common oddage that like you know if you lose a sense your other senses become sharpened i think that has been debunked i'm not a hundred percent sure but that no but i've seen daredevil right um that is a a a comic book story so not actually real life um which are you doing this to me but doing what why are you doing this to me? Let me let me let me have this. It's real. Okay, um, Daredevil. Remember when I said Daredevil was like a comic and like not real? Yes, it really hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I I thought you were talking about like uh, the actual Daredevil, like Evil Knievel. That guy, oh, that guy's not okay. Real. But okay, Daredevil comics. That guy's 100%. okay. I also wasn't talking about Ben Affleck Daredevil. I want to be clear. He's also definitely not real. Okay, gotcha. He was. He's but the real Daredevil face. is real. But Ben Affleck is not real. <clears throat> okay, cool. We got. It. We're on the same page. Okay. Um, but obviously, like I said, like whenever you have your sense of like, your smell and taste are very combined. So once you lose your sense of smell, you would also lose part of your sense of taste. Like you're, I, I assume, just like. For 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 you know lack of the scientific knowledge, I'll just say like your taste is like cut in half, so you wouldn't taste things as provocative, like as like intensely. But like you honestly like kind of have benefits to not lose losing your smell. Like you no longer smell like bad things. Your nostrils are just used for breathing. Like you just you just don't smell bad things. You also don't smell good things, but like 
it's not the best thing in the world to smell them. I think touch is way more important than t- than smell. Which, if we're being honest, oh, for sure. between those two. But between being blind and being deaf, I legit have no idea which one I'd rather choose. That's like the hardest question to ever answer. Yeah, I... I'm not sure. Uh, sorry, I was. This is. You 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 said like the audit the the old adage of like, um, one sense goes, another one gets heightened. And I was thinking about it. It was like, well, is it also an old adage that maybe not be true that smell is fifty percent of taste? Because maybe that's just simply not true. Yeah. Um. Uh, and it seems that. A very prevalent claim is that between 75 and 90% of what we think of taste is actually from the stimulation of smell, but it's ever, it's like nothing is ever cited to support that claim. And now I'm skimming this article to see whether they come to some conclusion. Uh, Prediction? I think they don't. <laughs> it's vi- it, there's a lot of words, and I'm obviously not going to read them all because we're in the middle of uh, having a conversation for a podcast. But I'm uh, let's see, precisely why is uh, blah 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 consuming food such publicizing effect blah blah blah. Uh, basically, uh, whether we have a precise percentage or not widespread belief is that smell is the majority of taste why do you write that article <laughs> dude I, I can't stand articles where it's like uh you've heard this but what is what uh what's what's really the case and then it's like nine pages of article and the conclusion <laughs> is like we don't really know what the case is but it's fun to talk about <laughs> I'm like yeah it is fun to talk about for like a conversation with your buddies, not for like an article of scientific journalism. That's crazy. Even still. Now between blindness and deafness, I don't know which one I would rather not have. I'm going to say that I would rather be deaf. I was thinking the same thing. Which is really hard because like I do love music but that's like one of the only not only things but like that's like the biggest thing I wouldn't be able to consume. You know because like movies and TV shows whatever we like there are subtitles. Yes. Anime, I already use subtitles, so I don't lose anything there except the cool, the coolness of the Japanese tongue. There's this um, this really cool story that I it's really funny. Um, this woman has a deaf son, and he's like in his you know teen years, and she often like jams out with him like dead metal because it has like really high bass and high you know heightened drums, mm-hmm. so like the vibrations like be really cool to him. He like headbangs and stuff like that. And she went to the grocery store and she left him in the car, but like with the car on and with you know. Uh, the radio on <clears throat> and uh she came back out and saw the car moving and saw him headbanging people were looking at him like really weirdly and she thought maybe like he was in trouble or something but he came around the corner and he was listening to npr like full volume and thought it was like heavy metal <laughs> and he was headbanging like super super hard to like them talking about like 
um, the crisis in uh, in Crimea, <laughs> in or Syria, or <laughs> yeah, or something like that. But <laughs> that's really <laughs> funny. Yeah, it's a good story. I think deafness is um, probably the one that people that has the most probably second most attention i guess compared to blindness like in terms of like um the world being more accepting and the society being more geared for like deaf right. people. um cause i would say society is more geared for deaf people than it is for blind people yeah, i was gonna say like i'm just trying to think about it more like i feel like that's probably the case um there aren't as many like audio cues versus visual cues like if you're in the airport you need like a phone app or something to mm-hmm. you know be be able to notify you when like your flight's going like there's no intercom system that you can hear um and see but see i would rather have that than than have the struggle of getting to my terminal in the first place cuz i can't see yeah you know what i mean i think i think blind people got got down bad they got they got dirty yeah, it seems it seems it seems very difficult. To, I mean, to be disabled in any sort of way. Of course, yes. Like mad respect. I work with I work with this deaf guy. Um, really? Yeah, and see, people are a little bit. I I I work with a lot of uh, just okay people. <laughs> okay. If that makes sense, like, yeah. um, like. They're not entirely aware of the power of words, and they also think that Donald Trump is their best friend in the world. Like oh. those are the those are the people I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're a little bit mean uh, about him sometimes. Um, which uh, like because because they think he got a little coddled or whatever, which is fair. Sometimes that happens when someone is disabled in some sort of way, you know. That's just mm-hmm. the way it goes, but, um, but it's easy to communicate with. You know, he works in the welding shop. Um, like I he might, seems like he seems like a cool guy. I might know this person because I welded with a deaf guy when I was in welding. Oh, really? Yeah. What's his name? Dustin, I believe. Dustin. That sounds right. Um, I I legit might know him because because um, Mr. Eglin, uh, my my welding teacher taught like three or four deaf guys how to weld oh wow um, and, and i was in class with them so like i i I obviously wouldn't be like best friends with this guy but i knew who he was and you know probably had conversations or you know passerby with him uh, right wow that's kind of fun um also being deaf would give you an excuse to learn sign language yeah <laughs> i think that's pretty i think sign language is probably easier to learn than braille i would have to uh uh well, I had actually never thought about this. Of which one would be easier to learn? Huh. Oh, I think Braille is gonna be much harder. My gut says Braille is easier. Really? My yeah, my gut says Braille is easier because. Well, yeah, you're teaching it to someone who can't hear, so like they have to they have to first make the, like the mental. I'm talking about sign language, obviously. Right. Yeah. They have to make the leap from like, okay, like what, like what are they trying to do to me? Why are they teaching me this language? Because obviously you can't read, so you have to right. like, like make the association with braille. Well, of course, wait, what? No, no, hold back up. Of course you can still read. You're only deaf. 
Yes, but you but you're born deaf. So like you, no one's being no one's been able to tell you, "Hi, you can't hear. It's important to know how to read." So I'm going to teach you how to read a book. Like it, it's hard for people to I assume like from the start, it's very hard for people to get from I am human and I know how to eat food to okay, now I need to go to academia and learn how to read. Does that make sense? Like yes. Well, okay, now well now here's a question. If you're born deaf, right? Yes. And by the way, I've been under the assumption this this entire time that we are born with these disabilities, not Okay. Okay. Them at a time. I had not I had not I mean, it doesn't change my answer, but I was thinking like Me if neither. I became deaf right now. But okay, if you're born deaf, I would think that a it would definitely take longer to teach a deaf person how to read or even for a deaf person to like, you know, right? Is Do you think that's true? Yeah. Because I, I imagine the way, like, I think the way that I would have learned how to read is like, you know, you hear words and then you write the word that you like, you know, you, you and then you see the word and you're like, oh, this is how that word sounds. So that when you read the word, you can hear how the word sounds because you've heard the word and seen the word written down and like you, you know, get the two connected in your brain and you can do it at the same time and look at it and hear it. But if you've never been able to hear a word, how do you, because when you read, like at least when I read, you know, there's a little voice in my head that's like saying the words out loud. Yes. And that's how I read. There's the rub. So So how does a deaf person They've obviously Reed. figured. They've obviously figured it out. I mean, yeah, obviously. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just more conjecturing. Like, what do they hear when they're reading? Because, like, I assume you can still have like, like, like noises in your head. I will say this: um, blind people still have dreams. Yeah, and that's the other thing. I know the blind people still have dreams. So, like, that's got to be trippy. I'm I'm so curious what it is that they see, and I'm so curious what a deaf person hears in their brain when they're reading. I have to assume, if, assuming they were born deaf again, right? I have to assume, um, because we we already know that not everyone hears a voice in their head, um, but w- w- this is my assumption with that conjecture because so there are people in the world who are like i don't hear a voice in my head whenever i like my conscience is talking to me like you know when i'm like i talk out loud a lot like to myself but like right like in my like i'm just saying what the voice in my head is telling like you know what i mean and so i think that voice is more of an impulse and people interpret it as a voice do you know what i mean like obviously there is not someone with a megaphone talking in your head but like people like think it's an actual voice. I think it is an impulse that people are interpreting as a voice, and there are people in the world who just interpret it as an impulse. Well, I just think like when I read. Well, actually, what when I'm reading, like just like a quick word on a screen, like just now, I looked over on the side of this and I saw the word screen. Uh-huh. I didn't hear the word screen. I just saw the word screen. But if I'm reading like a full sentence or like if I'm reading a book or something, then as I'm reading the words in a sentence, my brain isn't going like, I knew that word. I knew that word. I knew that word. I knew that word. It's it, my brain is saying the words that I'm reading. Yeah. It's not just being like, 
uh, I knew all those words. I understood everything that just happened. Blah blah blah. Like there, like there's. I'm hearing the words as I'm reading them, and I there feel are, like anyone that says they don't is lying. No, there's definitely that'll make people, no sense. There's definitely people who in this world they look at a sentence and they just comprehend it. They don't read it in their head. Those people are aliens. <laughs> they must be. Yeah, they gotta be. That's the only. That's the only explanation. I mean, for sure. <clears throat> okay, so then after, after smell, you would pick touch to get rid of. No, I would never get rid of touch. That'd be like the last thing I get rid of. Oh, what do you get rid of after smell then? H- hearing. You would get rid of hearing next. Yeah, hearing, and then sight, and then taste, and then touch. I feel like I would just get rid of taste after smell before I got rid of hearing. Nah, dude. Taste is... I probably... I'd probably get rid of my sight before I got rid of my taste. <laughs> I feel like it just... I mean, I I love food, but, like, like that's people, the only thing... That's the only thing I'm using this tongue for. People really, like, went insane whenever they had COVID and couldn't taste anything. Like, obviously, they lived their lives, but, like, there's, there's like, malnutrition involved with that. Like, I, I'm picking the ones that are the most dangerous, basically. So, like, obviously, since the touch... Losing your sense of touch is very dangerous because of pain and stuff like that. Um, but then, like, also, like, you never feel a hug again. You never feel someone's embrace. That's yeah. so messed up. <laughs> that's like, that's like my. How worst common nightmare. is it to not have a sense of touch? Like, I feel like I've I've rarely ever hear about people that don't have their sense of touch. It's definitely common. It's just like you lose, especially common like when you get older too, like you just lose your sense of touch and like because of your nerves your nerve endings get you know, shot <clears throat> it's all your nervous system um, yeah so like the, your nervous system just goes bye bye and people like you, there are people who aren't paralyzed as well who, who lose their sense of touch and it's very um, very scary because obviously like if you run a bath too hot like you, you don't know your in pain your skin could be boil- like boiling and you know um, yeah it's very scary um i obviously don't know how common it is but i've definitely heard about it so because like obviously like when you're a kid you're like oh look my sister touch who cares if my, my, my mom hugs me like you know what i mean like like that's like the one you think of because you love hamburgers and you like watching tv and mm-hmm. listening to music but your sense of touch is not that important to you but then like you just think about it for like five more seconds you're like wait a minute <laughs> this is not Exactly what I thought it would be. So, it doesn't seem like you can be uh, like touch blind, but it seems very, very, very rare to just have complete loss of all mechanical touch like over your entire body. Mm. Like there's a scientist that wrote about a woman who they just call GL who has the very rare disorder called primary sensory neuropathy. She's lost all her sensors for mechanical touch, and she claims she can't feel anything at all. She can't read Braille. She puts her hands in her pocket. She can't tell a penny from a quarter. Um, yeah. So apparently that's very, very rare. And there's not a word for being, quote-unquote, touch-blind. Like, you know, there's being blind and there's being deaf. And there's being mute, but there's no word for being, uh, not being able to uh, touch. 
You know what that means. We got to come up with one right now. Yep, that's going to be the closure of this podcast. We've got to come up with a word for it. All right, so we have mute, blind, and deaf. And then what's the one for taste? Is there one for taste? Uh, I don't actually know. And then, well, mute is also just talking, which isn't a sense, but I just I threw it out there because I thought of it. But we don't but have... If, I don't, if you're uh, mute, you can't speak, though. Oh, I see what you mean. That's not right, but that's not a sense. Right. Um, so we're missing one, right? Uh, sen- sen- uh, smell and taste. Oh, okay. Well, let's just make up one for touch because I don't play with three of them. Um. Uh. Okay. Uh. Well, this is. I guess this is just a case of it. But anosmia, or excuse me, anosmia is the inability to detect odors. So they are called anosmics. So if you can't smell, you're anosmic. Okay. Um. And then for taste. Um, some people who can't detect any taste, which is called, oh, that's a terrible word, agusia. It's A-G-E-U-S-I-A, and I know the pronunciation because it's right there. It's agusia. Um, and I don't know what the person would be called. I imagine it's like an agusic. Hmm. Okay. So there are words for it, but there's not a word for someone who can't touch. What would the word be? I'm assuming those words have like Latin roots. So let's yeah, just probably see what touch is in Latin. I was thinking the I was literally thinking the same thing. Tactus. Oh yeah, because tactile. Um. In hmm. Is it weird to say that it can't sound like too cool? Yeah. <laughs> Cuz like the words like mute, deaf, blind, those aren't like cool words, but if I had said the word intactus, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like we don't want people to 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 want this. Yeah, no, 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 no. No. It tac 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 taxidermy. Taxidermy. That's a word already. Um, what if we just we just call them tackers? <laughs> oh, you can't touch. You're a tacker. Yeah, that, you're just a tad tacker. That's what you. Do. <laughs> you have tack tack. <laughs> <laughs> you got. And there's only like three people, so we can't we can't offend them. They're not gonna listen to this podcast. You don't know that GL, this ninety year old lady, could find this. Because I'm gonna I'm gonna title this podcast that woman named GL who has that rare disorder who can't feel anything, <laughs> and then she'll find it. Then she'll definitely find it. She's gonna be so offended. We gotta scrap this bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, we'll cut it off right after all the chair talk. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so yeah, that we'll was like half. That was like half an hour. We'll have plenty yeah. of content still. Exactly. Because we'll have like an hour and seventeen minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been fun. I'm glad we got to do this. Um, is there anything else you want to say or bring up to the the people of the audience? Um, if uh, if the FBI can raid the house of a former president, they can raid you. And don't act like that's a bad thing. It's a good thing because no one is above the law.
And with that, I walk. And with that, we say goodbye. And we'll see you next time on another episode of No Conspiracy. Of Leche y Screamos. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. Bye-bye.